Hi, I'm David Yaz with the Boston Podcast Network. I'm here today with attorneys Russell Schwartz and Nick Plant of Worcester's leading family law firm, Schwartz & Plant. So today's topic for discussion is appeals. So, Russell, let's start with you. When we hear the word appeal, we think, well, if you lose, you can simply appeal. It's probably not that simple, but tell us as it, res- as it pertains to divorce and family law, what appeals are like. I think you're correct. The, the, the term appeal is often overused. Uh, appeals in our world really only occur when we feel that a judge in his or her broad discretion has violated uh, an issue of law. Not a fact, but a law. So if the law says one thing and the judge makes a decision contrary to that law, then we make the decision as to whether or not we file an appeal. Well, Nick, I know you've handled many appeals. Tell us what should people expect at that moment when they say they do decide to go forward on appeal. It's a very different looking process than the process that took place at the trial court. The appeal is going to go to one of two courts. It's either going to go to the intermediate court, which is what we call the Massachusetts Appeals Court, or it's going to go to the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court. And Russell and I have appealed to both of those courts and argued and and worked in both of those courts. Uh, It is a much more academic exercise, much more focused on writing, uh, writing a brief, writing, which is essentially a written argument that details what we believe was the legal mistake that the judge made below. It's certainly true, you don't appeal because you don't like the decision, you don't appeal for a do-over, you appeal because you believe the judge has made a legal mistake. It's not a secret to say that judges are people, and they make mistakes sometimes. And we've had some success with respect to appeals to um, have those mistakes corrected. But it's a much more academic function, much more written argument submitted to a court, and then a very brief argument, uh, an oral argument, uh, in front of a panel of judges. The appeal is heard by, uh, if it's the appeals court, a three-judge panel, if it's the Supreme Judicial Court, it's heard by the, the full bench uh, of SJC. And then they produce a written decision, uh, generally speaking, within 120 days of the oral argument. And they either affirm the decision of the trial court, which is essentially to say no mistake, or they uh, reverse the judgment of the trial court, which is to essentially say mistake, and here's how you correct it. Well, these are rare, right? The, you know, the appeals don't come up that often. Uh, they don't come up that often. Uh, for a variety of reasons. One, we have a pretty good uh, stable of judges that do a really good job and endeavor to to get it right. Um, There's also a cost associated with an appeal and a significant time frame associated with an appeal. And so we talk about sometimes whether or not a mistake is harmless, which is a a legal term. Every mistake obviously can be frustrating, but some mistakes don't rise to the level where the investment and the cost of the appeal would be worth it. But they're also somewhat common, well, I shouldn't say common, but regular. They're regular enough that we do them on the regular. Um, and, you know, have had a tremendous amount of success with them. Uh, Attorney Schwartz, I take it you, from what you both have said that you can't simply appeal because I thought the judge was unfair. I didn't think I got enough money, that sort of thing. That's right. Uh, it's one thing to be uh, upset with a judge's decision that is contrary to the currently existing law. It's another thing to be upset about the fact that the judge misunderstood a fact in the case. This is not a fact appeal, it is a law appeal. And that's hard for clients to understand when they uh, hear from their friends, well, if you lose, just appeal. Uh, As Nick says, there's a cost that goes along with this. And every time we meet with our clients about an appeal, if they or potential clients because they come to us for appeals as well, we spend a fair amount of time going through a cost benefit analysis to determine whether it really makes sense or whether because perhaps the judge's decision might be modifiable that we wait for another time to modify the decision in the future. Mm -hmm. 
Well, good information on another complex subject, so thank you, gentlemen. I did find the discussion very appealing. Thanks for telling us how appeals of uh, divorce cases fit into the larger picture of family law. Thanks for listening to today's discussion. For more information on this topic and all topics surrounding family law, and to follow up with Attorney Schwartz and Plant, please visit the website at schwartzplant.com. And thanks for watching.